Hey, hey, everyone. Can you hear me? What's going on, Lafinity team? Hey, it's going good. Excellent, excellent. How's uh how are things? Um, let's see, I guess well <laughs> there's still all that FTX craziness. Um more contagion, yeah, no I guess. As far as Solana, um seems like liquidity has uh decreased recently. Um volume is also down. I guess things have settled a bit. Yeah, rough times and rough markets for everyone. I wouldn't I wouldn't surf these chops, no sorry. Alright, looks like Radium Team is here and I see Harmy from Goose Effects. Uh oh, I think he's gonna try and join from his uh from their main account. We'll give him a bit. And I think Jump Crypto should be hopping on in a bit anyways. But we'll give it a couple of minutes for everyone in the audience to get settled and to sort of hop in. What's going on, Radium Team? How are you guys doing? What's up, guys? You see the end of this end of this World Cup match? Japan just knocked off Germany, which is pretty wild. Oh, oh! Uh, my friends downstairs are watching the game. I, I didn't I didn't check it out. Last I checked, it was a, it was a one zero one for Germany. Uh, yeah, Japan just put two in in the second, and so they just they won it two two one. Holy crap! Yeah, insane. Upset after upset. What is going on? Yeah, you got Saudi Saudi Arabia winning yesterday, and now Germany Germany falling off. So it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting setting up for what could be the downfall of crypto Twitter on Friday night, which is I guess the U.S. versus England. Um, so exciting, oh. <laughs> excited to see that commentary at least. <laughs> Bring back some 18th century grudges. I'm excited. <laughs> I know Saeed's excited too. He lost a lot of money on the uh, on uh, which game was it? I didn't bet on any games. Don't lie to me. But if I <laughs> Argentina, you would have put you would have put money on Argentina, but you did the right I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm pretty happy about the upset. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's what makes it worth it. Life is fleeting, and. Uh, with our sacred time on Earth, it's good to, it's good to uh, entertain our souls and look towards the good things in life and appreciate the moments we do have, as opposed to worrying about the past or too much about the future. And in a similar spirit, that's kind of why I wanted to have this little panel. I was originally going to call this a positivity panel, but I thought, I thought that was a bit of a silly name given the circumstance. But I think the title "A Brighter Tomorrow for DeFi." really resonates with a lot of the audience members here. And we have with us the old school and the new school of Solana DeFi here. This is a very important uh, type of space that I think people should participate more in. There's been a lot of doom posting these days. And I can understand why. There's contagion in the air. There's a lot of sadness. People are upset and for good reason. But I don't want to just end it there. I think there's so much talent and so much going on in the Solana space, even now that we almost have an obligation to 
start shining light on the good and the things that we are developing. Because um, I don't think the space is going anywhere. This industry certainly is not going anywhere. And I know that personally the talent in Solana. I know that people are working on a lot of amazing stuff. I know everyone on board on this on this uh, panel right now. I know all of you right now are working on some very amazing stuff. And we'd be remiss to let the Doom hosting wash that all away. I think that's not right. And I think this is a great opportunity to breathe more positivity into the space, not just for the developers, but also for the people, the individuals mm -hmm. who came to Solana with the same dreams that all of us had, dreams of a bright future and a better financial system and a better way to live. And well, this is going to be one of those softer panels. I don't have too many questions set up, but I just want to take the time to really take a deep dive into what everyone here has sort of been up to, what you're doing. And I think the right thing is a very, very, very quick introduction. No need to really, you know, push any buttons here. I think many people do know who all of us are, but just in case, I think for, for sake of formality, let's go around the table and just give a quick update to who we are and what we're working on. So Fifth Network, we send valuable financial data from uh, some of the world's leading market makers and exchanges and traders, people who really know the uh, prices of assets. We take those prices, we send to the blockchain so that all your favorite DeFi applications can use it. Um, we're looking forward to sending more and more amazing data because we know people are going to continue building amazing things. Uh, Lifinity team, you want to go next? Sure. So Lifinity is a proactive market maker designed to improve capital efficiency and reduce impermanent loss. Um, yeah, we're basically a DEX on Solana. Um, that's the TLDR. Dare to flare. I love it. Radium, want to go next? Yeah. Um, we are a mem. Uh, so we share uh, unused pool liquidity to order books on Solana. Uh, we can get into this a little bit later about some of the changes that have been taking place the last couple of weeks. Um, recently launched uh, Uniswap V3 style pools for contract liquidity. Um, and so, yeah, just like LaFandy, we're X on Solana. Thank you for all your hard work since the beginning. You guys have really helped bootstrap the ecosystem. Uh, let's go new school. Harmi, you want to tell us about GooseFX? Sure. Uh, we're GooseFX. We're essentially building um, a super app on Solana. So we have a DEX, uh, an NFT exchange, uh, our own single uh, sided liquidity pools, which is our take on uh, concentrated liquidity. Uh, and we're launching perps uh, relatively soon as well. So you guys are basically an exchange, a bank, and an NFT price engine. That's pretty insane. Exactly. Yeah. So we just call like a super app for sure. But yeah. I love it. Said, you want to talk about Jump Crypto a bit? Yeah. Hey, guys. Said, um, I work on strategy and partnerships at Jump Crypto. Um, Jump Crypto uh, is a proprietary trading firm. And um, we're also builders in this space, contributing to a, a bunch of different open source projects. Um, most recently, you might have heard of Fire Dancer at Breakpoint. So it's one of the R&D projects that, that we contribute to. So we do trading, building as well, with a little bit of investing as well. Amazing. Thanks for that summary. Actually, I definitely want to talk about Fire Dancer a bit later in this panel. But let's, let's take a step back and... Uh, to see who's who's uh, who's doing what, I think 
with all the doom and gloom on Twitter these days, it's tempting for everyone to try and be an oracle and predict who's going to be the next person to fall or what's going to happen next with the contagion. And even though we're flattered on the pith side that everyone wants to be an oracle, I think what's better than predicting is hearing it straight from the horse's mouth. So what, what are you guys doing? I know all of you are back on your feet. You guys are up to some amazing stuff. Nothing has stopped you. So what should people expect next? And I'm just going to leave the floor open to whoever wants to speak first. Sure, I can start. Um, yeah, so we've been building for over a year now. Uh, we're one of the teams that are continuing to build. Uh, in the last two months, we launched our concentrated liquidity market maker, known as Single Side of Liquidity Pools. And within two months, uh, we already surpassed uh, a little over $70 million in trading volume. So we were very excited for that. Uh, we're currently working on the V2 pools, which should be out shortly as well. Um, we also are working on perps. So we will probably uh, launch that over the next couple months as well. And then we also have an XNFT. We're also going to be working on the Solana mobile app. So those are just some of the things that we're working on uh, currently. Oh, yeah. XNFTs are pretty hot. I think I think that's going to be one of the things that... Uh really 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 put solana on 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 the mainstream map we could we could dive more into that uh later Lefinity, i saw you raise your hand earlier yeah i can go next um so we're basically doing the same thing that we've been doing from the start which is to um provide the infrastructure to provide liquidity efficiently um while um helping lps avoid getting wrecked from impermanent loss um, this is like a constant game of like cat and mouse. Like uh, we improve our system, but then uh, arbitragers also try to, uh, I mean, they're, they're always trying to arbitrage. And um, that is like the main thing we have to um, overcome is trying to prevent getting arbitraged um, between centralized exchanges. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we're basically making incremental improvements on that front. Uh, recently, we, we've released our V2 pools, and they recently got integrated with Jupyter. So um, that's been great to see. We're currently testing them, um, tweaking the parameters um, before we ramp up the liquidity in them, and then expand them to uh, more pools. And then later on, hopefully, uh, we can begin providing a liquidity for new pools that we haven't been able to before. Um, and we would do this by um, eliminating uh, price exposure by borrowing assets or uh, using perps to short them um, so that we don't have price exposure to assets but can still provide liquidity to them. Um, so we're not quite there yet, but that's something we also hope to be doing. Um, so yeah, that's basically what we're working on. Amazing. Yeah, I think I think Jupiter is one of those protocols that are definitely here to stay, as well as you guys. Um, but yeah, no, very excited. We're very excited for the new pools. Speaking of pools, Radium, I know you guys are kicking ass behind the scenes, but I'm not going to force you to you know share too much if you don't want to. But anything you want to tell the audience? For sure. So it's been a busy couple of weeks. Um, 
So I guess on a couple of uh, a different fronts, right? So we offer a few different products, but the main kind of like that constant product style, classic AMM, K equals XY, we used to be integrated with Serum. Um, our developers over the last 10, 10 plus days have been assisting and helping out with the open book hard fork of Serum. And so on Monday, we migrated our deeper liquidity, higher volume pairs uh, to now be sharing liquidity to OpenBook, um, which is really cool. So kind of like the different data ag aggregators that you have in the space, you can now see radium liquidity on Wormhole E, Sol, MSOL, STSOL uh, pairs, and a, and a couple of others as well. And so um, our permissionless pool feature as well, that's been updated. So anybody who creates a new pool um, and wants to have liquidity shared to OpenBook. Um, those are all now integrated with that new order book. And so it's been really awesome to see, you know, developers um, and leaders from all of the different teams on Solana who were previously reliant on Serum um, come together and kind of like really, really buckle down and push this feature. And I think Max had it up within like 48 hours almost, which is, like really, really incredible. And Brian Long from TriN has been helping out with cranks, um, helping out with RPC infrastructure. There's been a ton of work that's going on. This Last week we did our V3 pools, which are isolated pools, so we don't share that liquidity anywhere, but those are those contrary pools. Um, and any or any team, any user can create their own pool. They can create their own customizable fee tier. Um, and can add a form on top of it. And so, uh, yeah, they can, they can add token emissions, they can use that to attract new liquidity. Um, and, and that's, you know, I think that's pretty big for, for the space. It's the first kind of farm, I guess, permissionless farm offering um, on Solana for uh, concentrated liquidity pools. And then the last thing, I guess, is a bit of an alpha drop. We haven't been talking about it too much publicly but we have a pretty awesome integration going on with uh, Wormhole right now. And so deploying their cross-chain cross messaging features, allowing Radium to communicate with other ecosystems. Um, and hopefully we'll have that first integration up on next couple of weeks, give or take. Holy shit, Radium's going cross-chain. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the headline we want to make at the moment. This is so, I mean, something we've been working on for six, seven months, um, we're still kind of testing. Backend looks pretty decent. Um, UI, who knows how long that could take, but um, yeah, we should, we should have some more news to share uh, here pretty soon. Well, you heard it here first, folks. No, that's amazing. And <laughs> I, I want to pick up on the, 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 the uh, what you guys did on, do with Serum too, right? Like people have been working on all kinds of Serum projects. We have Open Serum and now we have open book after the whole uh, clam calamity around uh, Project Serum and the and the FTX demise. I think there's a really powerful narrative here that's really easy to overlook. We have devs, mm -hmm. very powerful devs in this ecosystem who chose not to run away when things got rough, but instead took one of the most, uh, let's, let's say infamous projects, one of the projects with the most complicated legacies of the entire Solana ecosystem and forked it to transform it from, from uh, into a public good, from my understanding, into a public good that 
every DeFi application going forward can start leveraging. And I think that's just amazing. It's a, it's a testament to the integrity and the passion and the commitment of everyone, everyone here. And I really hope people hold that to heart because again, it's, it was, it was, it was easy to overlook. Um, you can check out the open book Twitter page now and, sh- and see what the mango team and others were forking it and taking it over, see what they're up to. Um, I, I, I think it's just such a, it's such a great story. And it really, yeah, it really Jupiter, Jupiter moved quickly as well. They actually, they already integrated open book liquidity for their swaps. And so if you're a Jupiter user and you're, you're swapping through there and you're, you're seeing a route, a new route on open book, that's, that's exactly what's, what's happened. So um, yeah, I think it's, it's exciting. Um, and I'm excited to see how it develops over the next couple of months. We, that's awesome. Yeah, no, we are too. This is, this is, this is great. And uh, if we only have the wormhole team here, well, next time. Said, you're up next. Do you want to talk about Fire Dancer? Yeah, I mean, I just want to kind of highlight on the on the point of of Open Book. I mean, uh, I, I I think Max and the rest of the crew, uh, a bunch of people who who are a bunch of teams who are contributing to the effort, uh, kind of like showcased how resilient the Solana ecosystem is. Like, <laughs> faced with um, with Serum potentially being exploited or shut down, um, competitors rallied with one another, teammates rallied and, and, and got this thing out there. Um, and, and DeFi continues as a result, right? So I just want to give a big shout out to, to all the people who worked on that. Um, it, w- it was a massive effort and it happened in a very short amount of time, which is incredible. It absolutely is. It's, it's mind-blowing and... It really, it really puts a tear to my eye. Speaking of speaking of tears in our eyes, Fire Dancer, do you want do you want to discuss that? Because I think that's is one of the most amazing things for for the Solana journey to to have ever emerged. Yeah, I think it's something that that everyone in the ecosystem is excited for. Um, a second validator client um, obviously adds uh, to 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 security in a meaningful way, right? If if one if there's a bug on one validator, it won't show up on the other. It can be easily detected. Um, Apart from that, uh, I think what people are most excited about is the uh, performance optimizations that are, are, are being worked on right now, some of which um, uh, Kevin Bowers highlighted during his uh, uh, Breakpoint keynote. So if anyone hasn't checked that out, go online, check out Kevin Bowers' keynote on Fire Dancer at Breakpoint. Um, he has two. One where he just kind of goes through the project, the R&D uh, kind of process and, and, and team. And the other one where he actually does a live demo of Fire Dancer and shows how um, how the work that they're doing, uh, has, you know, has boosted performance to uh, over a million TPS. And then when you dedupe, so you take out all the duplicates, it's like around 700K, uh, 600, 700K uh, TPS. Um on, on normal hardware, not even optimized hardware, nothing special, same stuff. If anything, older hardware than most people are using uh, to run validators on Solana. So, um, yeah, it's super exciting project. Um, you know, this is something that Jump does really well uh, in terms of, like, low latency, high throughput uh, infrastructure, uh, innovating on the networking level, uh, on the hardware level, um, so, so it's something that we're, we're super excited to be a part of. Um, the results uh, have been pretty amazing. 
so far. I think I didn't think we would get to this point this quickly in the journey. Um, and, and there's still a bunch more work to do, but but um, but yeah, it's 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 something that we're excited about, and I think the ecosystem is super excited about. I've gotten a lot of pings and messages and um, within the Solana ecosystem and outside of the Solana ecosystem about hey, how can we help jump? Uh, work on these R&D efforts. Um, so it's, it's, it's been pretty awesome. That's what I want to hear. And, 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 and yeah, that, that, that is, that indeed is very awesome. Let's, let's move on to a even, even softer topic. I think, I think you guys have really demonstrated that you're not running away. You guys are here to stay and, and you guys are going, you guys have been building nothing, nothing is stopping you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to get into the, uh, the, the spirit of this, right? Like, I, I I almost want this to be kind of a personal question. Like, why have you guys not left the space? What drives each one of each 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 and every one of you to to keep doing what you're doing? Here on the pith side, for us, it's just it's just a very simple vision, right? We want to make every asset available on every chain, including Solana, and we knew that Solana would allow us to. Solana was the best place for us to start given its high throughput and its and its technical capabilities. And I think when the vision is something that simple and that that concrete, it's really easy to to keep it close to your heart and like never give up despite the circumstances. We want to make every asset class actually available for for both on-chain and off-chain users. And we're not going to stop. We're adding new publishers, we're adding new asset types. We're working with all of our different stakeholders to make sure the network keeps running and keeps growing such that even if I were to disappear from the face of the planet or mark here or disappear from the face of the planet, the network would keep running and people can still continue using pith data the way it was meant to be used. Um, again, this is an open floor, but you guys are doing an amazing job. You're continuing to trailblaze. Why is that? Yeah, I can start. Um, for me, like uh, the reason I love crypto or at least uh, one of the big ones that I think encompasses uh, many of the reasons is that um, it gr- it gets rid of middlemen and makes thing makes things more efficient. Um, there's just so many applications of crypto um, that enable things in the world to um, become cheaper, to become more seamless, um, and just like enable new applications that weren't previously possible. And um, yeah, like I guess without getting into any examples, <laughs> there's there's literally like uh, so many. Um, but yeah, basically, like it enables um, like uh, finance, like it makes your financial life better. Like uh, get gets rid of so many intermediaries, like. Uh, banks or um and like you know all these all these entities that take fees along the way um i mean there's still fees in crypto but like they're they're so much smaller um so things become cheaper you get to interact with whoever you want to um freely and programmatically which enables new possibilities um yeah, I mean, it's just really a giant space and <laughs> it's like hard to encompass, but um, yeah, all the all the innovation happening is what excites me. And uh, yeah, that's never changed, really. 
I feel that. I, I, I feel what you're trying to say. It's, it's, a, it's a new technological paradigm, right? And that's why it's so hard to really fit in just a few words. But I'm reminded of why I'm in this space every time I have to send a, a bank wire, right? It's just the, the, the fees and like having to wait like T plus three days. I just want to jump off a cliff. Um, exactly. Yeah. We, we envision a future where no one has to jump off a cliff because finance works the way it should have been, uh, the, way, the way God intended, so to speak. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing, Durden. Uh, who wants to go next? Um, I, I can go next. Um, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think kind of to think about this question it helps to go back to like the starting point and think like, oh, you know, I don't know why everyone else chose to build on something. Uh, it was to have use. Um, and there wasn't a lot of developer support. There weren't a lot of the frameworks that we have available to us today. And, and, but what we did have, I think right now. Wait, wait, wait. Input, Ray, I think, I think your connection's breaking up a bit every now and then. Uh, can, can you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear no, you kind of broke up at the end. Um, oh no, we're gonna need we're gonna need a new validator client for you. Uh, 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 I, I don't know, maybe change locations a bit. Let me move to office. Can you hear me? Okay. No, same same issues. This is this is. I thought I thought Elon Musk was supposed to fix this. What is going on? All right, take your time. Take your time. Um, when you're when you're ready, give us a thumbs up. Uh, Harmony, you want to hop in real quick? Yeah, yeah, I can go in the meantime. Uh, yeah, for us, uh, you know, okay, um, go a long time. Oh, oh shoot. Uh, sorry, Harmony. Uh, in pro, go 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 ahead. Or okay, uh, Harvey, just 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 take the range. Just just go. Yeah. Okay. Let's go in quickly. Uh, yeah. For us, we've been in crypto a long time. Obviously, you know we're more native crypto, so some things are easier for us that are easier for new users. And we just wanted to bridge that gap a little bit um, by at least simplifying the interaction process that individuals will have with these different platforms. So we wanted to create an all-encompassing space where. The user wants to earn passive income through farming. They want to do some trading. Uh, they want to buy some NFTs. Uh, they can, or just perform a simple swap that they can do all of this in one platform rather than needing to jump around and remember a bunch of different names and things like that. So we just wanted to simplify that process uh, for users. It's the simple things in life that that makes that makes it all worth it. I, I really like that vision. That was that was very elegantly put. Uh, Infrared, can you hear me? Oh, never mind. Wait, infrared. It says he's connecting. God damn it. Mm -hmm. uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Saeed, do you want to tell us what, what motivates you every day? Always. Invite to speak. Invite to speak. This is 
this is not the smooth user experience that I imagined. But then again, this is also Twitter, so I should not be surprised. What motivates me? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, Saeed. What, 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 yeah, what, why do you do what you do? I mean, besides you, besides your lovely voice. Oh, stop. <laughs> I mean, look, I think, uh, I think, you know, if, if I'm thinking from, from the Jump Crypto lens, it's, it's, Jump Crypto has been around for like seven, eight years in this space. And then the broader trading group, like Jump Trading, has been around for over 25 years. So um, we've all had a chance to see multiple sites. And I think the doom and gloom that we feel today is perfectly natural. Um, but it's not like others who have been working. during 08 or, um, you know, any one of these like kind of big uh, boom and bust periods of time. Um, you know, I, 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 I think it's it's somewhat delusional to think that crypto or, or any one of those things that I just previously mentioned is, is out and done with, um, uh, you know, I think I think I take a, a, a much longer time horizon. Uh, I believe in the space for some some of the big big reasons that um, Jordan kind of mentioned. Right? Uh, there's there's fundamental value being delivered, not in all aspects of crypto, but in, in many of the the actual people who are building real products that solve real problems. Uh, I think that's that's here to stay. Um, so so for for me, what motivates me is. It's actually more motivating right now. There's there's tremendous amount of opportunity. Um, the the space itself um, has proven itself uh, over multiple cycles now. Uh, it's only gotten bigger and bigger over time. Uh, so I'm willing to roll the dice and say it's next cycle it'll be bigger than this cycle. Uh, and I just fundamentally believe like every cycle kind of you know the bar on what you know what's acceptable or uh or what attracts users or what's able to raise money gets higher and higher right if we look back as like early ethereum days i mean if you just had you know a couple of slides on a website with uh with with a with a wallet address to send money like that was enough to raise millions of dollars um you know, if you look at the 2017 to 2016 cycle, um, yeah, that that the ICO boom, like that was enough for you to to to, to actually get into the space and hire a team and try to build something. Largely, no one built anything except maybe a couple of things. Um, I think this cycle with DeFi and uh, with the amount of people that have come in. Um, it, it's clear that every iteration kind of raises the bar. Uh, so you have to deliver more value. Um, and, and as a result, the space uh, matures, right? Um, so for me, what motivates me is understanding that, hey, these cycles have happened in the past. They'll likely happen in the future. Um, uh, and, and, you know, I'm excited by the things that we're doing at Jump because largely contributing to infrastructure that kind of helps uh, this space mature, right? So I, 
super motivated when I talk to people like uh, Infrared or uh, Parmeet or, or even you, what you guys are all building um, every week or every month because like you guys have real users, you're delivering real value to consumers. Um, uh, you keep innovating. No one has stopped. If you look at uh, Pith launching on ten chains over the last month, uh, that's an that you know, that's an amazing uh, technical feat, uh, as well as uh, um, kind of a, a, a business feat as well. If you look at Radium and what they've been able to do, whether it's them contributing to OpenBook or um, them building for them trying to attract users from other chains as well to use their contract on Solana, like that's extremely exciting. Like uh, for, for the serious builders out there, the ones who are going to weather the storm. Uh, and if you're talking to them, you're, it's very easy to get motivated and understand that people are building for the next cycle uh, and they're kind of stepping up. So, so yeah. So for me, I'm not as, as emotional as like, crypto twitter um i kind of like these this period of time um maybe not on 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 price and maybe not on the value of of my bags but understanding that uh there, there's a pretty big uh, reward for those who can survive between cycles and, and i certainly intend to be one of those hopefully um and and you know that that I'm validated every time I talk to a team that's building something super cool that nobody knows about or that nobody understands that this is definitely like raising the bar. Um, and, and yeah, and that, I guess that's what motivates me and hopefully we'll see everyone on the, on the other side. Yeah, no, you've been in crypto for a while. You've probably seen, you've seen the, the, the peaks and the valleys so many times that this is, this definitely doesn't phase you. I think you bring up a really good point about the, the whole time horizon things. It's, it's one of those things we read about all the time when we're learning how to trade, but it feels so differently in the moment, right? The, the psychological effects cannot be discounted. It's it's very hard. Trading is not easy. And staying in, 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 this, in a space like this, despite all the chaos, it's really not easy. But as you said, like, for, for even for a team like John Crypto, you said seven eight or eight years they've been around. I think that's way longer than a lot of people even assume they've been around and then of course jump is is a very old institutions from from a trad five uh, perspective but you know we're also going to yeah. be around for probably the same amount of time if we if we if we make the right moves um and build the right things and yeah. that's definitely the philosophy that drives us yeah everyone is super like you know like during during when markets are up and everyone is uh, everything's up and to the right. Like everyone's like, yeah, it's the wild west. It's a new frontier. You know, it's super exciting and it is, um, but it's definitely the case when things are, you know, down as well. Uh, and like, you know, everyone kind of wants to go on, the, on an adventure, right? You want to have, you want your life journey to be adventurous, but like if you read like true adventures, they're, they're fraught with danger and fear and, and bad things happening. Um, and, and so to me, I just kind of always remember that, like, if you're going to uh, try to, to do something on, on, uh, on the edges, it's, it's not going to be, you know, parties and everything is easy and we're all geniuses 100% of the time. So, um, you know, it's part of the balance of life.
Yeah. Couldn't agree more. To to quote John Milton, there's only a rise after the fall. Alpha Ray, do you want to tell us about the journey of your life? How did you escape hell? <laughs> uh, might still currently be living in it. Um, can, can you guys hear me okay now? Yes, we can. We, we hear your voice loud and clear from, from, from purgatory. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if we want to continue on the, the confidence in the future conversation. I think everyone kind of hit it pretty hard. Um, you know, a lot of us started building on Solana for the promises. We're finally starting to see some of these things come into fruition. Right? I, like, I think crypto Twitter is incredibly harsh. And the narratives for a lot of things, like a lot of the mess ups are very short. But for whatever reason, whenever something that's related to Solana to transition uh, away from that, um, we see this industry continue to mature a lot more. Yeah, I feel that. And and yeah, I think it is it is apparently fun for a lot of uh, outsiders to try and dunk on Solana. But I take that as a, as, as I always take that as a bonus signal, because if, if we were doing a truly bad job, no one would comment ever. People would just ignore us. But because people are afraid and people have the wrong interests at heart, they're going to speak up as, as loud as they can and try and get people to think the way they want to think. We're not going to let them, of course. Um, but it's not like we have to, stoop down to that level either we have more important work to do speaking of important work let's move on to the next question right you guys are in the weeds you guys see things quite differently than i, I think than maybe a lot of people in the audience do where are we now like how would you describe where we are now and what do you think is going to come like first in the short term and then in the longer term i'm quite curious i think i think the open book story is 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 a is a good glimpse into what might come. I think all the developers in the space are are very independent, and there's something about the Solana ecosystem that just allows people to to, to synergize and gel together so well. I don't I don't know what mm -hmm. happened to make such an amazing community, but I think that's like one of those intangibles that we really should never take for granted. I know we talk about it all the time, Solana community, Solana community, but mm -hmm. there's a reason for it, right? It's definitely one of our superpowers, and I definitely see a lot more. I'm really hopeful that more public goods come out, come out uh, in order to, in order to bring us to where we need to be. Once the smoke settles and people are willing to, to it, 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 once mainstream people are willing to give crypto another another chance. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm sure you guys have more nuanced views on mm. kind of what's to come. Tell me, Saeed, where are we now and where are we headed? It's a, it's a big question, Ed. Um, where are we now? I mean, I think right now we're in a, kind of a consolidation phase, right? Where, um, you know, I think I think teams are trying to build for that, that, that next cycle and they're trying to build things that are, um, that are going to be compelling, right? Um, I, I do think the open book story is, is super interesting, right? Um, there was, you know, when people started, essentially, I think what triggered everything was seeing the, the, the hack, the FTX hacker start moving funds. And the community had no idea who had the upgrade authority for 
uh, for Ciro, right? And so everyone is asking questions, trying to figure out, like, you know, what's going on. Um, and then ultimately it was like, hey, we can't take this risk. This could be something that this hacker could have accessed through FTX, um, you know. And there was a lot of paths that that could have taken, right, um, in terms of, like, what do you do next? Um, but, yeah, like, like, like I said earlier, like, just the community rallying around together and saying, hey, let's do this together. Uh, let's not uh, do this for one person's benefit or another, pers- or another team's benefit. It's just everyone working together, um, I think, was, was, was pretty awesome. Um, I think where we're going is, I don't know, like, I, I, I think where we're going is um, the, you know, it's almost like the, the, I don't know what the saying is, but like, the garbage is not going to make it, right? So like, if you're not really building something useful, if you're not able to, uh, you know, if you can't weather the, the storms, like, it's almost like what, what, it, what doesn't uh, kill you makes you stronger. I think the teams that make it out of this are going to be far more stronger, mainly because not just as because they were able to survive or they had a runway or any of that. Like, I, I think I think uh, I think they will be the only ones who are innovating. Um, and, and so for me, that's what I'm spending most of my time looking at and talking with people about is, you know, what what are you guys doing not only to survive and 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 uh, to 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 keep your your protocols running and and, and growing, uh, but what are the big bets? What are the seeds that you're planting today uh, that you hope pay off six months, one year, eighteen months from now? Um, and, and yeah, that that's that's why I think you're going to have a, a bunch of teams within the Solana ecosystem that are truly battle tested. You know doomsday scenarios, black swans, all of it, right? Um, and and if, if they can weather all of that, like, they'll be some of the strongest teams in crypto, in my opinion. I like, I like the vision you laid out. And, and yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's, a, it's a simple truth. We're going to build great things. People are going to use them. It's going to get mass adopted. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I mean, the, the joke goes profit after. I'm not going to say that. We're here to build a better world. Speaking of better worlds, Harmi, I know you have a lot of strong opinions or strong thoughts about this exact question too. So over on to you. Where are we now? Where are we headed? Yeah, I think Saeed touched on a lot of uh, a lot of great points there. Um, you know, things being that, yeah, you know, eventually, you know, we can't always just be up and to the right. Uh, there will be some consolidation. Um, you know, these are all, these are healthy things that happen in markets and it's true. You know, if teams can right now, uh, you know, get together, uh, build, uh, really great products for the future, things that, you know, users, uh, actually want and need, um, this is a great time for that because right now, you know, builders can build, we can actually focus. It's kind of hard to constantly be pushing things into production and then having a lot of users and, you know, then they can create bugs and then that kind of slows down innovation as well. So now it is actually a great opportunity to build really great products uh, that are that, you know, like Said mentioned, are battle tested. And when the next cycle does come, uh, you know, we'll, we'll all be ready for it. So excited for that. And yeah, all, all the all the great things that everyone else is working on as well. 
Cheers, Army. Durden, you want to hop in? Give us give us your insight into where we are and where we're headed. Yeah. Um, where are we? I guess uh, we are right after a big crisis in crypto. <laughs> but um, on the other hand, it's it's clear to pretty much everyone who's studied crypto at all that the problem wasn't um, native to crypto exactly. It was a problem of centralization, uh, not anything to do with um, anything on chain. Um, and like, that's a story that's happened a few times now. So I think people are starting to get that picture, which is good. Um, and where are we going? I think um, in terms of Solana, I think uh, some of the things we'll be seeing next, at least hopefully, are things that will be enabled um, only by L1s like Solana that are um, extremely cheap and fast. Um, Pith is actually a great example where it's uh, posting price updates on chain very frequently. Um, and you can't do this <clears throat> on every L1. Um, or it's uh, limited by the speed of the L1. And uh, yeah, uh, the frequent price updates are important um, for things that oracles, price oracles are used for. So that's an example. Another one would be um, payments. Like uh, if we could use USDC for like all our online shopping, for example, which really feels like a no brainer. Um, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't have the understanding of what it takes to accomplish that technically. But basically, if you're able to do that, it would eliminate um, all these credit card fees, um, which is what, two, two or 3%, which is huge, right? <laughs> like two or 3% of all online payments. Um, so that, or like, uh, say games, um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of games that, um, like, uh, confirm things on chain, uh, through a transaction and that could lead to massive volume as well as bringing a lot of, uh, non crypto native people on chain. Uh, and they might not even know that they're using a blockchain. But um, yeah, there's stuff like this. I think there's um, so much potential for um, these kinds of things that Solana will enable precisely because it is cheap and fast. So yeah, I am excited to see those things materialize. I definitely, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I definitely agree with that and vision. I think mass adoption is going to be a world where people are using blockchain, using NFTs, sending funds to to DEXs and AMMs without knowing it because they don't, they don't need to know in the same way that we don't need to know how our browse, our web browser works. Once upon a time, there's a bunch of terminology um, behind it. Um, but every, every year it, it gets simpler and simpler and soon they're going to take HTTPS out of the, out of the, uh, out of the URL bar, which is disturbing for some, but it's not going to affect the lives of many. And, you know, that's a whole other discussion for perhaps another time, but thank you for that Durden. Alpha Ray, bring it to you. How will we come to the promised land? I don't know about the promised land. Um, I don't know about consolidate either. It still feels pretty painful out there. Um, and not really sure if the dust is completely settled yet. Um, I do think, though, that 
events like this. Like, so, I mean, in a lot of the salon network has been stress tested a lot. Um, you know, we're, we're well aware of a couple of outages, but it's times like this when like volatility is insane. There's a liquidity crunch on chain where protocols and the infrastructure layer uh, are stress tested in a different way. And so I think this is an opportunity for a lot of teams, a lot of builders to kind of reevaluate what they're doing. Thankfully for, for our AMM, for Radium, like we're, we're not reliant on oracles, we're not reliant on liquidations, which is, you know, very refreshing in times like this. But I do think, so So like so background here, we're a, 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 a data provider for PIP. And so thinking about how price feeds work um, and especially how price feeds work when there's less liquidity around as well, right? And so if you, I think right, right now looking at updates for it to rather be like the last swap in or the last swap out, what the predicted swap would be at X amount. So for X and Y asset, whatever that token is, whatever that coin is, um, you know, what is your expected, uh, what is your expected like return on that asset? And that helps people from like a borrow lending protocol, for example, evaluate liquidity depth. They are more easily able to calculate, um, you know, that asset value, especially if it's in a lower liquidity pool or something with not a ton of liquidity on chain. And so I do think like this right now is a good time to kind of continue to tweak, to kind of evaluate current strategies um, and update those parameters to make sure that you are, you know, in that right place. Um, and, you know, these these things are, you know, they have to be done eventually. Um, like I think Harez said, you know, you can't always go up to the right. Um, and when you are in this period of choppiness, you're, um, you know, that's when a lot of these answers have to be addressed and there's no other way to do that. Uh, and so I think the long, the short answer is, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what takes us to, the, to Valhalla, but um, I do trust that, you know, lots of people out there are doing what they can to, to at least be on the road in that direction. Yeah, one step at a time, or as James Clear might put it, it's more about systems mm -hmm. than, the, than the goal, but... Mm -hmm. I think, I think, I think that's a pretty good interpre interpretation of what's going on right now. And I think there's a lot of, you know, you're right. We're, we're all kind of at a, a new chapter. We've all been forcibly taken to a new chapter, both the macro as well as the micro level and definitely at a personal level. Um, and I think in a way that's, it's, it's exciting. It is, it is a right field of opportunity and it's going to be different for everyone. That's, that's, that's for sure. But there's only one. There's only one. There's only one way forward, right? We got about ten minutes left before we hit the one hour mark. Let's let's wrap it up with a question like this. So, as we continue plowing forward and doing what we doing what we do best, I think there's a lot of improvements and a lot of positive changes that we can definitely look forward to. I wanna. I would. I just wanna get an idea of like what's on what's on your guys' minds, right? What are you guys looking forward to? What do you think needs to be done next? Um. Uh, for me, I think I, I, I look forward to an emphasis on DEXs. I think I think the, the shortcomings of C5, uh, yeah, C5 centralized uh, practices have really come to light here. This is very, very long-term bullish for DeFi, in my opinion. Um, that's not a very, I don't think that's a very controversial 
opinion, but it excites me greatly. But I also think it implies that we're going to need much better fiat on ramps, right? If we want people to take DEXs seriously, not just have the liquidity be the same people trading with each other, there's got to be an easier way for someone like me stuck in Canada to bring Canadian funds into, you know, on chain and not suffer like a huge spread because of it. Right now, the current solutions aren't great. And I hope people continue working on ways that for people to move seamlessly between off-chain and on-chain funds. So that's that's one thing I'm very much, you know, have my fingers crossed for and hope that I can contribute to down the line. Uh, Radium, you got your hand raised. What's going on? What's on your mind? Yeah, no, I, this is something I wanted to talk about as well. And I think a lot of this comes down to optionality. Um, and like you, you referenced Canadian dollars, for example. And I do think that, you know, like much of DeFi is denominated in US dollar stables. Um, and I, you know, that is, it's one thing, you know, some people like that, some people don't. If you're an American citizen, obviously it's incredibly convenient. But I do think, you know, there is a lot of work being done. And I, like the Circle team, for example, um, has been making a lot of news the last couple of weeks with, you know, their, their stable euro. Um, and what that does is it, it brings, you know, this industry to the forefront of a lot more users. And, you know, as we get into more exotic, stable assets, um, to users who stand to benefit the most from a decentralized financial industry. Um, you know, they, I, I don't know who put the thread out yesterday, but looking at um, a USDC to, to Euro uh, circle, to like a circle Euro swap and seeing that those fees were actually like significantly more competitive than what they were in like a normal FX route. Um, and so that's, I think, I think that's one of those things that, um, is, you know, kind of where we can continue to explore and continue to offer more optionality to users everywhere. Um, on the on-ramp side for Solana, you know, um, the <laughs> this is an opportunity for users to, to explore things that are different than centralized venues, like, you know, exchanges specifically, you know, bridging assets over through wormhole, or whatever bridge of your choices is, is, you know, much easier than people tend to think it is. Um, like, I mean, I did, I used Wormhole yesterday, like had Wormhole wrapped assets on Solana that really didn't have a lot of liquidity there. Um, you know, they were used for yield farming last year um, and, and wanted to get those back over to ETH. And instead of going through a centralized venue, like just ship that through Wormhole and like the, like finality on that was, I mean, it was done in a, a matter of seconds. It was really, really, really user-friendly. And I do think it's an opportunity for um, users to educate themselves and to learn about some of these features out there. Um, so I was at the, the crux of your original question, but I did want to just kind of like tack on um, to some of the things that you brought up. No, thanks for that. I that's uh that's really that's really interesting supplementary material and definitely some food for thought. Speaking of food for thought, what's on the dinner table for Goose FX? Uh sorry, what was the last part of that question? Uh I mean it's it's not it's not a real question about your dinner table. It's more a question just about like what what is something positive that you're really, really looking forward to now that we're all in the same on the same page here? Uh, yeah, no, sorry, yeah, missed that part. 
Um, yeah, no, there's a lot of things we're actually really excited for um, on the team. We're really excited for uh, the advances with the mobile uh, on the mobile front with the Solana Saga phone and uh, and the you know the Helium partnership and what that means, as well as Google entering the space for our PC providers. Uh, there's a lot of like different uh, catalysts that uh, seem to be happening, and you know, like you guys mentioned, if uh, these fiat on and off ramps can be simplified as well, or if you can start making payments in USCC um, or any other stable uh, token, uh, this can definitely open up the door to a lot more users who can then uh, interact with these blockchains without actually knowing it. And I think that's probably going to be uh, the, the best way uh, for a lot of this stuff to integrate. And aside from that, also really excited for just the educational content that's been coming out uh, as of recently. Uh, on the developer side for developer resources, but also uh, for users and just platform tutorials, um, understanding how these things actually work and finding out that, yeah, you know, they're actually not as complicated as they may seem once you actually give it a shot. So just excited for for a lot of these catalysts uh, moving forward. I love it. And I I definitely share a very similar image. Uh, I'm also pretty excited for the Solana Saga. I still need to pre-order it, though. Uh, tell me what's on your mind, Affinity. What are you guys looking forward to? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Infrared was talking about uh, on-ramps and stuff, and that made me think of uh, those uh, Bitcoin ATMs. I've never actually seen one, for real, or used one. But um, I was thinking, like, it'd be cool if there was, like, a USDC ATM where you can just like put in US dollars or maybe even other currencies and then just get USDC in a wallet. That'd be pretty cool on ramp. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess uh, one thing I would like to see in the space um, related to DEXs is uh, more visibility into um, impermanent loss for LPs. I think this has been a long-standing problem um, where normally the pattern is someone will learn about DEXs and then um, start providing liquidity. And only after they've um, suffered impermanent loss do they learn about um, that whole phenomenon. And um, yeah, I, and I count myself as one of those people. <laughs> Um, I used to provide liquidity and, um, yeah, only after, only after, um, losing some funds, uh, through impermanent loss that I learned about that. Um, and yeah, right now there's, there's just not much clarity around that. Um, so I think it would be great if, um, there's like more of an effort to make that visible. Um, I mean, there's like different ways to do it. You could like show an individual LPs impermanent loss. Uh, you could show the entire pool's impermanent loss for some given um, time period. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be great as like a way to better educate newcomers. Um, and yeah, so they don't have to go through that experience just to uh, learn about that. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a subtle but important point. And I know, it's, I know it's a passion project for you too, Durbin, the whole transparency on impermanent loss thing. 
Actually, wait, wait Harmy, isn't this something that GooseFX is working on, or am I, am I hallucinating? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and uh, just to touch on what Jordan said, I think currently we're the only two protocols that do actually share this information for the users. Uh, and yeah, it's also something that we're passionate about. And hopefully, yeah, moving forward, we can educate users on because, yeah, similar to similar to your story, you know, it happened to myself as well, providing liquidity. And then, you know, was really interested with this APY and then checked on it a couple of weeks later. And, you know, to my surprise, uh, you know, it was actually down a little bit. So I was really confused why this was. And yeah, you know, you go down the rabbit hole and you learn about permanent loss and it can be shocking because, you know, you thought, you know, this is, uh, you know, it could have been like a passive income uh, product or something. And then, uh, yeah, so surprising sometimes. I think there's a, there's a really good thread that Alex from the Friction team put out uh, a couple weeks ago um, where he did a, an analysis of the ETH USDC pool on, on Uniswap. And uh, he was like, LPs lost, I can't remember the exact number, but it's pretty sizable. I think it was like 100 or 150 million last year LPing into um, one of the most liquid pools. Um, and it kind of sparked a, a, a little debate between the Uniswap team and different people within crypto Twitter. Um, I think when the market's going up, that's less of a concern. But now people are kind of uh, spending time to to look at um, the impact of some of these things that we may have kind of ignored. So if you haven't checked out that thread, it's um, by, I think, Alex from the Friction team. He put, put together some really good data. Good shout out, Saeed. We should definitely get the Friction team on one of these panels sometime soon. Um, yeah, and thanks for everyone for listening in, and thank you to all our wonderful panelists. We've hit the one-hour mark. I don't want to stress this too long, because I know Saeed and others have, like, uh, other stuff uh, happening soon, but we hope that this panel has been uh, conducive for, for the spreading of positivity among all of you. Again, there's so much doom posting all over CT. I think I think it's 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 just not right to let, let, let that just sit and, and have so many great talent remain silent on it. Uh, we at Pith certainly are not going to stand for that. And we hope to do more and more of these panels and bring on all of your favorite, all of your f- favorite builders on so you can hear more into what they're building and what there is to look forward to. So without further ado, thank you again, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to all the Americans listening in. Um, and if you're not American, that's okay too. Uh, you guys all have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. And any questions, you come to all of our discords. This has been Pith Network, Jump Crypto, Lefinity, Radium, and GooseFX. See you around, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks for hosting. Thank you. Thank you. See you around. See you in the next panel.